Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Another episode. I tell you, tonight is going to be absolutely phenomenal. We have a mover, we have a shaker, we have a gentleman out of the New York area uh, that is definitely leading uh, a trail, leading a pathway for other individuals that need a, a burst of inspiration. And sometimes we just need to be motivated to the next level. But he does have a specific niche. And I just want to read a snippet of his bio. Mr. Scott is a husband, father, transformational coach best-selling author, inspirational speaker, founder of Your Love Experience Academy, and the One More Educated Black Man Initiative. Mr. Scott has been mentioned in Forbes magazine as one of the top 13 leading coaches in 2017. And at the age of 27 is when he kicked off his company. Mr. Scott, welcome to the show. Hey, hey, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. I'm happy and I'm honored to be on this show with you tonight. Um, and thank you, man, because you do a lot of amazing things, too. You know, I checked out your profile, you know, speak life. And I know we're going to get into that into the interview when we get to the interview, but I just want to say thank you so much. Absolutely. You know, thank you for bringing your positive energy on this show. You know, when we had an opportunity to look at your profile and everything that you're doing, um, the first thing that leaked off the page was that it was authentic as well as, um, you know, there are a lot of individuals out there that, that speak in our motivational speaker, but I feel that you speak on a specific yeah. niche that is needed in today's society that is needed. And we want to kind of dabble into that a little bit, dissecting what your business Absolutely. is all about. So as we kick off this interview, first, before we even get into your, your company that you launched when you were 27, let's first talk about who is Mr. Scott. Tell everybody about your journey. Um, even how you got started into an entrepreneurial path? Well, entrepreneurial path came because, you know, I was an immigrant. So I, I came from Trinidad to America. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I, you know what's so funny? You asked me that question. I, I haven't really spoken about this in so long. So mm. this is probably like the first time this is even on um, on radio. Um, So, when I came here from Trinidad, I came here as an immigrant. As an immigrant, you don't really have the papers or the necessary um, numbers, social security number or documentation in order for you to work. So growing up, my mother and my father was working off the books, making as little as they can in order to provide for me, um, my brothers, my sisters, my nieces, and my nephews. So growing up, I grew up in Brooklyn, New York, came from Trinidad when I was eight years old. So throughout life, 
I always felt something was missing because I couldn't do what normal people could do. I couldn't get a job. So I had to, you know, go to McDonald's, Burger King, um, Wendy's and say, hey, how are you? I don't have a job. I mean, I don't have a um, social security number. I don't have my work permit. Is it okay if I work? You hear a million no's. I heard my first no when I was about 16 years old from Burger King, you know, but they were paying me way less um, to work there. I think I was getting like $150 every two weeks or $200 and everybody else check was like 600, 700, 800. Mm-hmm. And I was doing the same exact work as they were doing. And mm-hmm. um, all my money was actually going into my family, my mother to make sure she had a metric card, my father to make sure that he gets, he has the right um, medication because he wasn't really feeling good. So the money wasn't really going towards me. I actually wanted to make more money in order for me to, to be more, um, so my family could be more efficient, you know, so I can give more to yeah. my family. So as I got older, I even started cleaning up people's yards, you know, um, for a price. Like, so, hey, you want me to clean the leaves? You want me to trim this? I see you have a garage. You want me to reorganize your garage? So people was paying me like $7 an hour, $6 an hour to do that. But at the end of the day, that's, that, it was still hard work. It was, my hands was hurting me. My legs was hurting me. My body was hurting me. And then I had to go back to Burger King to work. So it was a lot going on there. Um, I really got into entrepreneurship when I really wanted to write. I love writing since I was young. And I used to write a lot of books on relationships and, you know, relationships with people, um, healthy relationships and non-healthy relationships. That was mm-hmm. just when I was like 17, 18. It was just a hobby. As I got older now, when I lost my first book when I was like 22 years old, that book came out of going through a heartbreak. I was going through a breakup. I was going through um, so much at that time. Um, lost my grandmother, lost friends, and I wanted to create something, you know, that's going to outlive me. So a book is one thing that will outlive you. So I believe, like, you know, going through that, you're going down that path. That is the first step of entrepreneurship um, that I got into was the writing of the books and the speaking. Wow. Wow. So those of you that are tuning in, you are tuned in to SLT, the talk. We're speaking to none other than Mr. Scott. I tell you, he, as you, as you were listening, as even as I was listening, I'm hearing your story. That's why I always like to start up the conversation and learning about the person before they started the business, because it's always a purpose or a reason what even led them down to be an entrepreneur. And for those of you that are listening to this show and that want to start a business and you're saying, well, I don't have all the resources. I don't have everything. You just heard Mr. Scott. He started um, with what he had, you know, and, and, and one of the things he started with was with his mouth. He literally went up to people and said, hey, I see you may have a need. Can I help? Raking leaves, organizing uh, the garage. It started from a humble beginning, but I think it's so interesting that those beginning phases now propelled you to where you are today. Now let's fast forward. Let's talk about now. You're twenty. You're, at the age of twenty-seven, you officially launched your company. Tell everyone the name of your company. Um, Keyshawn Scott LLC. Yes, yes. And what are some of the main components of your company? Well, it started. It started because we started <laughs> when I was in college. I couldn't pay for college. So we start me and like two other friends, me and my ex, you know, the one that actually was one of the um, inspirations of why I do what I do. But we'll get into that at another time. But mm-hmm. um, when I, me and my friends, we started this, this, this nonprofit organization. We really didn't have a name for it. We just started something in order for us to speak because we know that it was money in speaking, but we didn't mm-hmm. know how we were going to do it. So me and we was like about like 20 in our early 20s at that time, mid-20s. Some of them were early 20s, mid-20s, late 20s. 
and we said let's start a um a nonprofit organization to go to schools and motivate kids. <clears throat> the first school, um, I know, I don't know if you ever heard of, if you're familiar with the Black Man Camps by Brandon mm-hmm. Frame. Yeah, so nice. that's one of my yeah. friends. But before before he even started the Black Man Can, which was like ten years ago, he told me the idea when I went down to Boston to see him. So when I went down to Boston, um, there's the school paid me two thousand dollars to speak. So I said, Hold on. I could get paid two thousand dollars to speak for forty five minutes to an hour and I love speaking. I actually love just going a bit talking, entertaining people, but also giving them um encouragement, motivation, inspiration. And I can get paid off of this? So we started doing that all over Brooklyn. We started going to schools. We we listed some schools out, and we were emailing schools, sending out a press kit, a media kit that we made on our own because we didn't have money to don't get nobody to make nothing for us. We mm-hmm. was just we was just doing that. So when that birthed, Keisha LLC birthed, so we said we're going to start offering speaking engagements, workshops, seminars, conference, and um and events to schools in the community that needs it. So we were looking mm-hmm. at graduation rates. We were looking at um, the, the amount of violence that happens in the school, pregnancy, and we were just building curriculum out of the need of the school. Yeah. So if this school were, was focused on violence, like we, we need somebody to, to, to cut down the gun violence. Me, we were, we were young and we didn't know what we were doing. We were just jumping in there. Hey guys, violence is bad. Don't be, you know, speak for like an hour and then leave mm-hmm. and then go to another school where we're speaking about education why it's important to graduate, you know, mm-hmm. um, Clara Barton. I remember that school very vividly. That school um, in Brooklyn is a high pregnancy rate in high school kids. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what we did, we targeted every school and we went there and then we just, we just did work. And a lot of the times the school wasn't even paying us. We got to a point where we weren't, we weren't even getting paid and we were still doing it because wow. it became a part of us. It molded us into who mm-hmm. we are today. Like, it, it, it felt so good, you know, when I had young ladies, young men crying while I was speaking. And I'm, mm-hmm. like, 26, you know, 25, 26, mm-hmm. 27, and I'm like, what y'all crying about? You know, I don't know what y'all crying But it's as you get older, mm-hmm. you start understanding um, the emotional um, substance of people, you know, of mm-hmm. kids, you know, and the parents not being there. You know, why it's so hard. And you understand about past trauma. You understand about past experiences, past hurt. That still today, you could be 35, 36, 37, 40, 50, and still not healed. Because I have many clients who's going through things that they've been going through since they were 16. Mm-hmm. And you're in your 40s, 50s. So it travels with you if it's not, you know, tackled. So those are some of the stuff that um that we really, really got into um at an early stage in Keyshawn LLC birth, the speaking engagements and the workshops and those things. Wow. For those of you that are tuning in, you are tuned into SOT, the talk. Uh, Mr. Scott was sharing about his journey, sharing about how his company was birthed. And I think it's so interesting, all the mm-hmm. pieces that you shared, your passion led you into birthing the company. Your passion preceded yeah. the company even before it was a company. And for those that are listening in, you may have a passion to start a business, but you don't know how. You heard him say it. He wasn't sure either, but he let his passion lead him Mm -hmm. and he didn't say he didn't get stuck he didn't he wasn't paralyzed he put one foot in front of the other and he moved forward until the vision became clear and then that's when officially you know became an llc but you didn't you didn't wait for the llc you you let the passion lead you Mm -hmm. and i think that's the powerful thing about entrepreneurship 
sometimes we don't have those aha moments or the full picture until we actually step out there and get in the thick of it. And, you know, talk a little bit about, you know, after you got your business launched, um, what are some of the main focal points? Because I know a lot of it also deals with relationships. So kind of talk to our listening audience, because as you know, we're the Speak Life Tour. We speak life in so many areas of our lives. And a good component where we need to speak life into is relationships. So talk a little bit about that piece of your company. Well, the relationship, you're going all in right now, man. It's deep in, into my life. You want me to speak life mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, <laughs> all right. So the relationship aspect started when I was going through a terrible breakup back in 2010, 2011. Um, mm-hmm. Things didn't work out with my ex and I. She left me. And at that time, you know, for men who are listening, men cry and men say that they don't, that, you know, if you go, it's okay. I got this, you know, I don't need you, you know. And men, we put up this macho act, but at the end of the day, we cry like babies when a woman leaves our life and, and they're, not, they're no longer there. All those words you said before, you're going to start apologizing. It's going to start pouring yourself out. And that was me, you know. Um, I believe that, I strongly believe that that point of my life led me to everything else that I'm connected to right now because I learned a lot about myself. You know, the breakup yeah. didn't break me, but it rose me, you know, because mm. it rose me. When I said it rose me, it, I was a dead figure. I thought I was mm-hmm. a real man. I, I thought I had it all together. I thought I was, you know, macho. I thought that she will never leave me. I thought that I had it all together, but I didn't. It's not until I lost love that I found myself. I found a better mm. version of myself, and I found who I was really meant to be. And that mm. man, the man that I was, the man that she broke up with, I had to take responsibility for my actions because that, that, that wasn't me. I was a boy pretending to be a man. I was a boy trying to be this, this, this figure of, of masculinity. And that was not me. So until, you know, um, I got out of the breakup, you know, I found God. I started going to church more. I started doing more of what I love to do. You know, I started going to the gym, started writing. I found myself through all the mess, through all the hurt and the pain. I found who Keyshawn Scott really was. And that was mm. beautiful. That was priceless. So before yeah. I could even say, you know, I feel bad that I had to go through that process. I'm actually thankful because that mess brought me into my ministry. Mm. So mm. that right there was just beautiful. I, I loved it. I yeah. loved it. And yeah. that's what I preach today to tell, to show yeah. people that whatever you're going through, this is not it. You know, this is not it. You have a bright future ahead, but you got to push past your fear you got to push past anxiety, depression to get what you really want. And, and it's hard work. And it's hard work. But if it wasn't hard work, everybody in the world would be walking around heels. Everybody would be healed. Hey, mm-hmm. how you doing? I'm healed. You, you know, I, I yeah. always believe that that pain pushes you t- to your purpose. And, you know, yeah, being an immigrant, that was painful. That was painful. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be an immigrant. I wanted to go to school with all my friends. I, yeah. I wanted to actually go to school. I got accepted to great schools. But I could not go because I didn't have a social security number. I wanted to go and play sports with my friends. I, I wanted to go out. You know, people taking pictures. Of, oh, we're away to school. We're we having this event. We're going to this party. I'm still home working in McDonald's and Burger King at the age of, like, 19, 18. Well, all my friends are off to school. It hurt. Mm. It hurt. But it brought me to my purpose. It made me understand yeah. life a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I, one, I want to say thank you for your transparency. I think that 
you know, for those that are listening, you are tuned into SLT, the talk, and you might be in that same situation. You may be in that situation where you you have lack of resources and you see everyone else moving forward and getting ahead and you're like, okay, why am I stuck in this place? As you hear Mr. Scott share from his heart and totally be transparent, he was an immigrant. He started working at a young age um, with, with jobs that was paying him less than because of his, the situation of the social security and everything that went on uh, by him coming, leaving from his home country to the United States. Mm-hmm. And so some may say, you know, I don't have this, I don't have that. But if you hear his story, <clears throat> he didn't make excuses. That's what I'm also hearing. That's one, that's one of the takeaways I'm listening to. He didn't make excuses. And so for those that are listening, this is the, the, the time not to make excuses. Listen, we are in October now. We are in October. We are mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter. This is the fourth quarter. For those that are in the football, you know what that means in fourth quarter. You, you got to run the play. You got to run hard. And we have Mr. Scott on tonight's show sharing authentically about himself, how he got started before, you know, he got, you know, where he is today, because there's always a beginning point. So now let, let's talk a little bit yeah. about your nonprofit, because I, I see on your Instagram, it's called Your Love Experience. Talk a little bit about your nonprofit organization. Okay. So Your Love Experience is technically not the nonprofit organization. It's the academy that offers relationship academy. development. Yeah, a relationship academy that all, that um, offers relationship help as healing, building while you're single, preparing yourself, um, and it helps people build and prepare themselves during a single season. You know, make okay. you build self-esteem, build confidence. The nonprofit is um the one more educated black man initiative. So with okay, that, nice. I actually work alongside. I did work alongside Brandon Frame with that, where we offer speaking engagements as well to schools and workshops. I have a relationship with the Boys and Girls Club and the YMCA, so we host some mm-hmm. of their annual um, events, some of the annual um, conferences, galas, um, if they need monetary, you know, donations, if they may mm-hmm. need um, some books that we supply, yeah. if they invite me back to school stuff. And these are stuff that I don't even promote on my page mm-hmm. because I, I could, but I, I, I don't. You know, and um, mm-hmm. I usually have it on like my Facebook page or something like that. But these are things that like I just love doing. You know, like yeah. I'm going to Arkansas next next week to speak for a Black Male Initiative at Arkansas University, and mm-hmm. you know, um, like things like that is what we do with our One More Educated Black Man Initiative. And we want our we want to we the whole purpose of it is to let people know that it's always one more educated Black man out there. You might not think mm-hmm. so, but it's all always one more doctor. There's always one more yeah. lawyer, one more entrepreneur, one more businessman, you know, one more architect, one more teacher, one more principal, one more dean. Mm-hmm. There's always one more educated black man out there making history. You might you Absolutely. might think that we're not here, that we're not making noise, that that we're just, you know, not good fathers. Yes, there's one more educated father out there. There's one more father who's taking care of his, his son and his daughter who's actively in, in his life. There's always oh, one wow. more educated black man out there. So the goal is whenever you lose faith, always remember there's one more, and then there's one there's more, one and more. then there's one more, and then there's one more. There's always one more. You could say there's always one more. So that's yes, the goal. Yes, one more. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. What if someone that's yeah. listening want to be a part of the movement? Is there any room for volunteers with the nonprofit team? Yeah, absolutely. You could um, you could always like if you have my information attached to this um, this video, you know, the, the um, the yeah. audio that we're doing today. Um, you could always put down a link, but you could always email me at OMEBM, one more educated black man, the acronym, OMEBM, programs at gmail.com. 
you know, someone will get in contact with you because they're always looking for volunteers and people to, you know, pour into other people's lives, you yeah, know, and actually yeah. support us because, you know, mm-hmm. that's what we want to do. We actually speak life, and I'm going to throw that in there every chance I get. Yes, speak life. Hey, we on the SLT, the talk. We are speaking life today here with our special guest, Mr. Scott. He's been breaking down uh, his history, his journey from a child to where he is today. Now, let's talk about the fours because that's major. How did that all come together? It's, again, in your bio, it says Mr. Scott was mentioned in Forbes magazine as one of the top 13 leading coaches in 2017. Talk about that experience when you were featured. Um, actually, I was sitting down, I think in my office at one point, and somebody called me. I actually mm-hmm. got an email from that, that, that said Forbes. But, you know, sometimes when you get emails, the email mm-hmm. you probably think is spam. You get, mm-hmm. you get emails from Apple, but it's not really Apple. You get, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I disregarded the email. I really didn't, you know, look at it. But then I got a phone call like a couple of days after, and the guy was like, "Hey, I'm from um, Forbes Coaches Council," and I was like, "Hey, how you doing?" And he said, "We're interested in, um, you know, feature on our website, but also having you become a member. It's an invite-only kind of um thing." So I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. wow, okay." So, you know, we went through the, you know, the work and um, a bunch of other things that we was going through, network, you know, um, mm-hmm. revenue, and um, we went through a whole, a whole lot of, a lot of stuff. And after that, yeah. you know, he asked me for a quote, you know, to, to okay. pour on there as well. So I put it on there and before you know it, it was, that was it. It happened so fast. It, wow. It's like, you, you weren't, the thing about it is like when you're doing the work and I, I always tell people, I will always stress this is, um, like success is so, it's so broad. It's so unseen that you don't know which video that you're going to post up that's going to hit big. You know, you don't mm-hmm. know who you're going to meet next year that's going to hit. You never know who you're going to connect with. You know, all you got to do is just do the work. Get your hands dirty and keep doing what you do. Don't don't that's pause. Right. Do the work. Don't don't try to do. Just do the work. Just keep putting in the work every single day. Mm-hmm. Like when mm-hmm. I first started, I was just putting in the work every single day, creating videos. Oh, that video has a hundred views. No problem. I keep doing it. All right. Now one one fifty. Okay. Cool. Now a thousand. All right. Awesome. Ten thousand views. Twenty five thousand views. A million views. I have I have videos on 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 Facebook that surfing. I have twenty five million. And when I first started, mm-hmm. I didn't know that that was. I knew it was possible. But I didn't stop mm-hmm. because I seen everybody mm-hmm. else doing it. I seen everybody else, and that was fine, and that was fine. But I have to understand that this is a stairs thing. This is not an elevator thing. This is a stairs mm. thing. So I gotta take one stair at a time. One step, one step, one step, one step up, one step up, one step up. Okay. If I go back down, that means I'm bringing myself back down. Mm-hmm. You know. So this is a um a stairs thing, not an elevator thing. You gotta take one step at a time. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, another golden nugget, I like to call it golden nugget when I hear someone share what I took, a, took from what you just said, even pertaining to the Forbes uh, component, how you were mentioning Forbes, is not that you even sought out for that. It happened because you was in your process. You continue to be consistent in building your business model. It, it, as you mentioned, you had 100 views on one video to now up to mm-hmm. 25 million, but you didn't let the 100 views slow you down thinking that, well, it's just a hundred views. So I might as well call, you know, call it a day, you know, shut it down. It's only a hundred views. Yeah. You didn't do that. You stayed the course. And for those that are listening, you are tuned into SLT, the talk. I hope this is inspiring you as it is inspiring me at this moment, because I tell you, 
sometimes you can look at the current situation and it may not look like what you thought it was supposed to look like or what you even want it to look like. But what Mr. Scott is speaking to us now is don't look at this current moment. Keep being consistent. And as you continue to be consistent, the business will expand itself naturally because you was consistent on a daily basis. Now, you know, Absolutely. Mr. Scott, you, you know that you're a mover. We know that you're a shaker. You are building. Uh, you know, tell, tell the listening audience, that I know you speak. Do you, uh, what are some like states and things of that nature that you've gone and, and spoken um, at various um, conferences and, and events? Mm-hmm. Oof, I mean, that's a lot. I know it's um, so many. Just to highlight maybe I, two yeah. Um, I mean, of course, I'm going to thing next year i mean i've seen a lot of colleges um a yeah. lot of conferences um i spoke at a conferences last year about like probably mm-hmm. five or six of them um mm-hmm. singleness another one singleness but with Dewana. i remember that one yeah because that was mm-hmm. big that's what i spoke with real talk kim she was there as well yeah um and that was my first time hearing her speak too she was she was good she was good mm-hmm. um let me see yeah, it was so, it's so much you know but i've been to different states from florida to, well, I haven't been to California yet, but um, Texas, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Connecticut, North Carolina, um, Maine. <laughs> First time in Maine. Maine, okay. Strange Maine. I remember that one. <laughs> yeah, because it was like, what's in Maine? Like, when you get something like that, right. it's like, what's there? Like, I, when I heard about mm-hmm. Arkansas, I was like, what's in Arkansas? It's crazy yeah. how our perception of things. But, yep. you know, when I, when, um, when I first started going to states years ago, right, Mm-hmm. It made me think, right? It said, it made me think. It's 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 crazy how I have I had no papers, mm. no social security number, and I couldn't go out of the country. Mm. But God still has me traveling. I, I'm, I'm yeah. still I'm still going places with limited mm-hmm. resources, you know. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter what you don't have, you know. You can go anywhere you want, you know. And a lot this of times so I felt like. I felt like I wasn't going to get anywhere. Like, when I tell you my life, I was so depressed, like, in my teens to early 20s. Even, mm-hmm. and, and people think that you got to be in a certain position. And I want people to understand, you think that you have to be in a certain position in order to complete something, a business goal. I used to write books mm-hmm. upset. You know, even if, I, well, I didn't feel like, not upset or angry to the point where I'm writing mm-hmm. angry stuff. But sometimes I feel uncomfortable. I didn't want to do things. I didn't want to make mm-hmm. a video. Some of the videos mm-hmm. that I have up here, like I had arguments with my wife, and then the next day I got to make a video. I got, I have my, half of my videos, I have my daughter who's in the next room, and I'm telling her to be quiet while I create a video because she's too loud. So it, it's, things are hard. It will never be the perfect time, the perfect moment for you to complete these things. You just got to do it. You just got to keep going and keep doing it and keep pushing and keep grinding and keep going. You can't, you can't let what you don't have stop you from where you want to go. You can't, mm. you can't, because that will block your blessings. If, if I said I had no papers, I had nothing, I'm, I'm going to give up because success isn't designed for people like me. Success isn't designed from a little boy who came here from Trinidad when he was eight years old, trying to be successful and trying to write a book and trying to be successful. That's not for me. It's for people with papers, people who are Americans, you know, people who, 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 who have a, a different um, ethnicity or, or a different cultural background. No, that wasn't in my mind. My mind was, I want to change my family's quality of living, and I want to improve my quality of living, and I won't stop until I get there. 
I know I'm going to hit some bumps. I know I'm going to be upset some days. I know I'm, I'm going to come out of character. I know I'm, I might be uncomfortable, but I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm mm-hmm. going to do it. And that's what wow. we, we, um, we have to, we have to speak life into ourselves. Yeah. We have yes, to speak life yes. into ourselves. As much as we do it on social media, we got to speak life into ourselves. Yes. And no, no excuses. This is what I'm hearing from you in this last, you gentlemen that are tuned in mm-hmm. you are tuned into sot the talk we are talking to none other than mr scott um who is being transparent and I'm, I'm so happy that he is because listen for those of you that are listening you may find you, you may be in a situation it may not be his exact situation but you in a situation where you feel you don't have everything you need he's pouring out from his heart this evening sharing with you where he started but also where he is today and it wasn't a magic trick it like you said it's not an elevator he had to take one step after the other and continue to push forward, and that's what we must do. Now, as we we know we're going to be knocking, we're knocking on 2020. 2020 is right around the corner. What, what do you see for yourself, for your business, um, you know, as you continue to grow into 2020? Well, I see a lot of them. Um, I want to take Yellow Express Academy on the road. Mm-hmm. I want to speak. Mm. I did a lot of coaching yeah. um, this, this year. And mm-hmm. I want to like limit, limit coaching and do more speaking. So okay. my whole, my whole dynamic for next year is to speak life. <laughs> That's it. Yes. <laughs> um, Absolutely. But I really want to um, speak life um, in mm-hmm. 2020. I want to, I want to, I want to be a powerful voice in 2020. Mm-hmm. I want to inspire hope. I want yeah. to change lives, and I want to give. I want to let people know that they have permission to heal, you know, mm. from any hurt that they've been going through, any um, any any generational curses, any trauma. You have permission to heal. You don't need anybody's consent to choose you. Mm. You don't need anybody's consent to heal, to live your best life, you know, to let go, to move on. You don't need nobody's permission. You know, it starts with mm. you. You know, you right. have the power. You know, that writes your life in your hands. You have the power to speak life over your life. You have the power, you know, to speak life and not death. You know, we, we are so comfortable speaking death, you know, because you're the, you, you're, what you do is the complete opposite of mm-hmm. death. You want mm-hmm. people to live. You want yeah. people to survive. You want, you want to give people hope. You want to give people inspiration, motivation. You want to let them know that it's okay to live. Mm-hmm. And I think well, that we need to speak more life. We, we, we stop entertaining other people and, and their problems. Stop speaking about your problems. Stop proclaiming your problems. Stop claiming your problems. It's time for you to walk into 2020 relieved, revived, and reconnected with yourself. You know? Yes. So when I walk into 2020, I want to speak. Like, I don't care if it's five people in the crowd. I don't care if it's 10 people in the crowd. I'm going to give a five person the same thing I'll give a 5,000 person. I want to give people mm-hmm. all of me. And I want to... And, and, and um, God willing, I want to travel, you know, and and, and do that, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. And and that's and that's that's my vision, you know. I feel like I've been okay. silent for too long. It's time. Mm-hmm. It's time mm-hmm. to let loose. It's time to come out the cage. You know, I've mm-hmm. been on social media a lot. People mm-hmm. love the videos, but I want to give you an experience. And that's why Absolutely. the events are going to be called your love experience. Okay. So okay. every event is going to be an experience. So if it's, it's going to be decorated, it's going to look like, if I'm speaking about wedding or marriage, best believe mm-hmm. the event is going to look like it's going to look like a wedding. I mm. want all of my events looking a special way. So it's not going to be okay. just chairs and a table. It's going to mm-hmm. be, I hope nobody steal my idea who's on here. 
Hope y'all don't check nope. it out. No, hey, but, hey, um, disclaimer. Hey, it's already his yeah, idea. It's him. Mm-hmm. So that's that's pretty much um where it's time it's time to it's time to because a lot of a lot of us we've been we we we've been comfortable we've been comfortable yeah. it's time to get uncomfortable it's time to yeah. do things that 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 makes us afraid and that's gonna push mm-hmm. us to the top and mm-hmm. that was I I didn't want to make videos <laughs> at one point I didn't want to make videos but I, mm-hmm. I said you know what? I had to make videos in order to get to that next level so I had to come mm-hmm. on my, my my comfort zone. I got about two three hundred yeah. videos surfing, you know. So mm-hmm. we gotta get we gotta get comfortable doing the uncomfortable in twenty twenty. Absolutely. No more talking about it. Like you said, no more excuses. I don't. If it mm-hmm. if it scares you, it scares you, right? But if it's gonna put more money in your pocket, if it's gonna make you succeed, if it's gonna change your quality of living, do it. Yeah. It, it, it's Absolutely. Not, it's not a time to live live afraid. Not a time to live afraid mm-hmm. and be and be scared. It's time to fly. It's not. It's time to fly. It's time to fly. For those of you that are tuned in, you are tuned in to SOT to talk. We're coming close to winding down this segment, but we do have a couple more questions for Mrs. Scott. Mrs. Scott, if you could talk to the audience that's listening, there may be someone that desires to be an author, maybe someone that desires to be a speaker, but let's talk about the industry. You know, in every industry, there are trends, there are trends ups, downs, peaks, valleys in every industry. Talk to that person that see that's like, you know what, there's already a lot of authors out there. There's already a lot of speakers out there. How do I even tap into it? Because the industry is so huge. What would you say to that person? What would you say to that person? What I, I would definitely say that you do not share the same experiences as someone else. Everybody mm-hmm. walks their different path. It might be every million different authors, but nobody has the same story. Write yeah. your story. Write your experience. Write what you've been through. Write through, write mm-hmm. this right. Just keep writing and writing and writing and writing your point of view. Because your point of view is not Absolutely. my point of view. It's not your point of view. It's everybody has their own point of view. So I'll say start off with writing your story. Mm. And, of course, we have to ask you this question. We ask everyone, what does speak life mean to you? Um, well, I think I taste, touched on it a little bit <laughs> earlier. Yeah. But speak life is, is pretty much... Um, Speaking, speaking love, speaking encouragement, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. helping people, in, inspiring them, motivating them, encouraging yeah. them, uplifting them, Absolutely. right? Letting them know that you can live, you can survive this, you know, um, giving yourself permission to live, giving yourself mm-hmm. permission to enjoy your life, giving yourself yeah. permission to heal, you know, and speaking life over yourself, speaking affirmations. Mm-hmm. Like, I am great. I am yeah. beautiful. I am amazing. I am gifted. I will be an author. I will open up a business. I will travel the world. I will live my best life. So speaking life yes. gives yourself permission not to die. We mm. are not dying. You want to speak life and not death. So once you hear yes. speak life, that means permission to kill my dreams, to kill my ambition, to kill where I need to be does not exist. Only life mm. exists. So I will do whatever mm. it takes to speak life into my life and into the life of others. Yeah. Wow. Now, plug your website, plug your social media handle so everyone can get in contact with you. Oh, absolutely. So it's Keyshawn Scott, um, K-E-I-S-H-O-R-N-E, Scott, S-C-O-T-T. Um, that's Keyshawn Scott. You can go on my Instagram page, and you can find all my links there. My website is um, actually under construction. We'll be back up at the end of October, trying to fix it up, make it look pretty and nice. So when yes. that's up and running, everything will be on there. 
Um, but right now I'm in the reconstruction phase. I'm not trying to push anything too hard right now. I'm taking these, yeah. these next three months to really plan effectively and efficiently. So I won't have to do this and take up too much time next year. I want everything to Absolutely. be in place right now. So by um, 2020, I, I could be just doing the work. Yep. It's rock and roll time. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Listen, yep. Mr. Scott, I, for, from the team of SLT, we just want to say thank you for being on SLT The Talk, um, sharing uh, from an authentic space. Um, and for those that are listening, thank you for tuning in. Don't go anywhere. We do have another person that we are going to be bringing on right after this next break. So have a wonderful awesome. evening, but stay plugged right after this next break. Another phenomenal uh, king on this show. He is a mover. He is a shaker. He is making it happen in the Nashville area. I tell you, when I had an opportunity to see this gentleman's profile, we knew he had to be on SOT The Talk. He is a public speaker, an entrepreneur, an author, a mentor, and founder of an awesome organization that he's going to talk about this evening. Mr. Robert, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Listen, you're doing so many things in the Nashville community. Before we even get into talking about your business and the organization, let's let the listening audience learn a little bit about you. When did your uh, desire for entrepreneurship start? Were you a teenager? Kind of take us through that journey uh, when that light bulb went off for you. Well, you know, I always say God has a sense of humor because, you know, the way I was raised, I was always a hustler. And, you know, I come from the project, so we really didn't have much. So I started my tra uh, trash takeout business. Um, and I remember I would, uh, my consistent customers, I would like charge them 25 cents uh, to take out mm -hmm. their trash. And, and the customers that, that, that only use me from time to time, I would, I would charge 50 cents. So I, I, I always had that, that, that entrepreneurship um, mechanism embedded in me because, you know, I, I, I was already developing salesmanship and, and, and knowing how to put together deals at a young age, whether it would have been taking out trash, cutting hair, and washing cars. That was, you know, I was a hustler. I've always been. And so, mm -hmm. you know, I would like to think that all of that played into the man that I am today. Absolutely. You know, and I think the the awesome thing about what you just said is that you didn't allow any limitations to stop you. That's pretty much what I got from you. No limitations. It didn't matter what your zip code was. It didn't matter where you were living. You decided at a young age that you wanted to aspire for great things. And for those of you that are tuning in, you are tuned into SLT, the talk 
We're talking to none other than Mr. Robert. He's a mover. He's a shaker. He's an entrepreneur, uh, a philanthropist, also in the Nashville, Tennessee area. And so, Mr. Robert, as you you know continue to go on your journey, talk about your business. Talk about your business model. How did you decide what your business model was going to be? Well, honestly, and you know, to be you know full transparent, um, you know, I I chose to go in a a, a non-traditional route and getting money so i was a street cat you know i sold drugs and and i was mm -hmm. very good at selling drugs and i ended up mm -hmm. getting busted by the fbi and going to federal mm -hmm. prison and once i got out you know i knew that i had to to go and 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 that's not necessarily find a job but i i needed to find something that i can earn a livable wage in and entrepreneurship yeah. was that was that vehicle that i used and prior to me going to prison, I had had a little cleaning company that I had bought um, with some money uh, that I had laying around. And, and I really wasn't taking it serious. But, I, you know, I always knew I wanted to own my own business. And, yeah. and it just so happens it just so happened to be in cleaning. Mm, absolutely. And, I, and I, one thing I want to say is thank you for being transparent. Um, because to our listening audience, it could be a young person out there or, or anybody of any age. And we all have a past. And the thing is, as you were transparent and sharing that, you, you know, you didn't allow any limitations at the end of the day. Incarceration still didn't stop you. When you came back home, you put a plan together and you executed on the plan. You didn't allow it to cripple you. You didn't allow it to stop you. And so for those that are tuning in, I really want our young people to hear his heart hear his transparency, and now what he's doing today. And speak to the audience about your youth program, because you work with young people. Yes, I do. I work I work with them every day. I mean, I was that young kid that, you know, didn't really have a lot of guidance, you know, uh, grew up single-family home. You know, my mom was addicted to uh, cocaine. Uh, daddy wasn't around. He was in prison. He actually died in prison when I was 16. And so, you know, I I was out there from on my own. And so I was that kid that was in and out of juvenile that really, you know, didn't have a role model. And so uh, upon me being released, while I was in there, I devised a, a host of plans. I wanted to be an author. I wanted to write a book on my life to inspire others. Mm -hmm. I knew I had to yeah. put together a plan to own a business and run a business, which I did. And, and I wanted to um, um, run a nonprofit program to for inner city at-risk youth and once I mm -hmm. got out I implemented all of those plans and today I'm the executive director and founder of Impact Youth Outreach and we're in 27 metro schools two juvenile facilities we're implementing the first workforce development program of its kind for our youth because you know mm -hmm. we sit around and, and we can we can social emotional uh, um, develop them we can help them with coping skills but if you're not that gap if you're not giving them something to replace all of that you know a lot of the kids we deal with come from come from broken households you know and the yeah. one thing that they see is money they think that money yeah. will will solve all of their problems and and so you have to give them that and so with this program uh, that's what we're looking to do absolutely I mean and I think the thing for those that are tuning in to this show tonight as you hear his heart He's not only, you know, building his own enterprise just for self, but he's also pouring back into the lives of young people. He's in, as he mentioned, 20-some odd schools that he's in, and they are giving back. They're working with the juveniles uh, at the detention center. And so I want to say for those that's listening, we need to pour back into this organization. We need to pour back in a tangible way financially, but also we need to pour back 
in terms of volunteering or whatever you can contribute. Robert, share with mm-hmm. everybody um, some of the things that um, is needed right now for the youth organization. What are some, uh, you know, every organization has like a wish list or things that you would need uh, to continue to grow. Uh-huh. Just share with our listening audience, uh, whether it's volunteers or internships, just uh, put it out there. I mean, we need any and everybody who's willing to, who has a heart for uh, for this work, because what I don't want is my kids to be around people who really don't have a heart because these kids are smart. I don't think we give our kids enough credit. They're, uh, mm-hmm. uh, they, they're they big on energy. They are know if you're mm-hmm. uh, really for them or not. So I want people, first of all, who have a heart for this type of work. Second, secondly, we would love uh, to, to have a, a monetary donations. I mean, uh, I've just been blessed uh, and fortunate enough to have my company, Imperial Cleaning Systems, fund Impact Youth Outreach. And I, and I will continue to do it, whether I don't ever raise a dollar, because I'm just that committed, and I know that we're mm-hmm. doing a great work. But we would love yeah. for people to come on and be mentors. We would love uh, to have facilitators with an uh, educational background to come in and host some classes. I mean, I mean, we need a lot. I just, I just say reach out. Our gala is October the 16th at the Omni mm-hmm. Hotel. Um, uh, you're welcome to come out to that. Uh, it's a luncheon. Uh, feel free to go to www.impactyouthnow.org or or uh, look me up, DM me, call me, and, and see how you can get involved. But but one thing I learned is that um, it, it's going to take us collaborating uh, together and being a collective to 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 tackle the the, the youth and uh, violence that's going on in the city. Absolutely, and I think you hit the nail on the head about collaboration and working together as a unit. And even with the business community, and again, for those that are tuning in, I want to plug his business IG. It's Imperial Cleaning Systems. Again, that's Imperial Cleaning Systems. Go to that page, check it out. And you also want to check out Impact Youth Outreach. Again, that's Impact Youth Outreach, and that's on Instagram as well. And, you know, so many things, because when I heard you talk about the cleaning business, my mind immediately went to thinking about my dad. My dad did not. Well, he did not, he didn't pass eighth grade during that time. There was a lot going on in his life, but he always had an entrepreneur spirit and he uh-huh. started a cleaning business. You know, he passed in 2016, but I looked at my dad um, with the amount of education he had. He didn't allow that to even hinder or to stop him. He's from Hattiesburg, Mississippi. And so as I hear your story, I immediately thought about my father. And for those of you that's listening to this show, I want you to put your mind wherever you may be whatever zip codes you may be in, whatever you do or don't have, think about your next step. Listen, we're coming into the fourth quarter. We are in the fourth quarter, right? How are we yes, going to make yes. things different as we go into 2020? Robert, kind of talk a little bit about this. Listen, I see on your page you're a motivational speaker. When I learn mm-hmm. a little bit how did you advance into that um, uh, lane, but also share with everyone the type of mindset that we should be positioning ourselves as we lean into 2020. Well, you know, like you said, fourth quarter. This is the this is the quarter where you plan. You get ready to for first quarter next year to come out strong. You know, I'm I'm in the the, the processing stage right now, putting together um, uh, um, new initiatives and, and, and getting the right people around me in order to implement these these things. And with with that, motivational speaking came with just life experiences. My mentor always tell me, experience is what you get when you don't get what you want. And I had to mm-hmm. learn that. And if we and if we understand that, basically you have to fail and learn the lessons in failing in order to win. And in doing that, I try to travel around with all the many mistakes I've made, both professionally and personally. I try to bottle it up 
and, and, and present it in such a way that people can can learn from it. Because I'm all about short yeah. learning curve. I, I got a big heart, and all I want to do is help, help my people, help anybody who wants Absolutely. to listen. You know, um, like I said, I made a mistake for a, a lifetime. And so um, what I would say is use this time in fourth quarter. You know, it's Christmas time. It's 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 uh, it's turkey time. It's it's that family time. But use that time when it's quiet and there's not a lot going on to 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 devise a plan for first quarter next year. That's right. That's right. And when, when did you start speaking professionally? Because I know you're a motivational speaker. Maybe a young person out there or a young adult and saying, you know, I, I, I see myself doing that, but I don't really know if I can step out there. I don't even have any support. What would you say to that person? Well, what I would say to that person is just go with what you know. Like, and, and, it's, and it's ironic that you said, like, I have a ninth grade education. I didn't make it out of ninth grade. Granted, I went back and got my GED, and I'm currently enrolled uh, um, in college to get my uh, bachelor's in business administration. And I'm really just doing it just to check a box. Um, I'm already, mm -hmm. I've already made it. I'm already successful. So basically, I say all of that to say, let nothing hinder you. Uh, no matter yeah. what, you, what you've been through, no matter what you've overcome, you can, your dreams can come true. If you, you just have to work hard. And that's what yeah. I do. You got to work. If you got, if you got work ethic, everything else will fall in place. And so right. my, my, me speaking just from life experience, people, I guess, gravitate to me. I'm a, guess I'm a likable guy, I guess. I guess I'm smart. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't like to be torn, but, you know, people uh -huh. see something in me and I've been, I've flown all over the country. Um, I've been, I've been paid in upwards of $5,000 for a 45 minute keynote. Um, I went to, to school. Uh, one of, I was blessed to go fly to Chicago and go to speaker school. And in that, I just learned the tools that uh, I need to, to, to further my, my speaking business. And, you know, today I go speak for free and sometimes I go, I go for a fee. So if you're out there and you're trying to be a speaker or you're inspiring to be a motivational speaker to whatever capacity, um, just, just go for it. And then, you know, that's my advice. Just go for it. Absolutely. Go for it. You are tuned into SLT, the talk. We're talking to a mover, a shaker, a leader, an entrepreneur, Mr. Robert. He has dropped so many golden nuggets. I call it golden nuggets when, when it's Jews that I can accept for my life. And for those that listen to the show, I know you've taken it all in as well. You know, Mr. Robert, when we think about the industry, you know, and when the, the word industry is huge, it's a broad term, but let's let's kind of break it down and just entrepreneurship and business owners in a community and nonprofits. How do you see the two worlds collaborating and working together? Nonprofit entities, for-profit entities working together um, in terms of group economics. What do you think about that? Oh boy, that's a big one. I mean, honestly, depending upon where you are in this country, um, there's a, a is there, there are different climates in, in different cities and different kinds of people. Nashville mm -hmm. is a great city. We're growing, but I don't think that we have cultivated the spirit of working together in such a way that it's effective. And I think because of that, a lot of people are turned off. And so it's mm -hmm. a disconnect. If I had to give my, uh, uh, you know, my opinion about it, it's a disconnect. And it's, and it's unfortunate because it's a lot of successful black entrepreneurs in this city that really want to make a difference. But Every, everyone is operating in their little silos. Like it's like mm -hmm. no one, you got too many chiefs and not enough Indians, but you got to mm -hmm. be an Indian before you can be a chief. And I think mm. some people got that, that, that confused. And so because mm -hmm. of that, 
you have this climate right now in Nashville where everyone is kind of working apart and not working together. And so it's kind of mm. hard to affect change the way that we visualize it or see it, if that's the case. And it's just mm-hmm. unfortunate right now. That's just me being honest with you. Yeah, no, I mean, we definitely welcome, you know, just being straightforward with it. And which kind of brings me into the next piece of the conversation. You kicked off something called the lab, which, uh, and the reason why I asked you that question before going into this one, because I think you are doing that through the lab is bringing people together. Talk about what is the lab. The lab is a collaborative co-working space uh, slash event space. Basically, it's an entrepreneurship's hub. The vision is just it was it was created by a black it's black owned the first black co-working space in Nashville and we just mm-hmm. wanted to create it to shorten the learning curve and bring people together and talk about entrepreneur anyone that's struggling and trying to open a business or in scaling a business we want it to be that one-stop shop remedy for you to come and be able to learn and be able to grow in, in an atmosphere that's conducive for success. That's what the lab Absolutely. is. That's the lab. The lab, it, it, it spawns from a, a place of that you can work, a place that, that things are created and formed and cultivated. And so uh, we created the lab two years ago. We're going strong, successful, um, um, very blessed to be a part of, uh, of such a great um, 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 vision and, and, and pillar in the community, especially the North Nashville community, which has some of the highest incarceration rates in the country, which is the side of part of town that I'm from. So it, it, it's, it's especially moving and motivating for me to be able to do that in, in the neighborhood where I grew up. Absolutely. Absolutely. For those of you that are tuning in, you are tuned into SLT The Talk. We're talking to Mr. Robert, and he was just breaking down what the lab is. And for anyone that's in the Nashville area or anyone, because this is a statewide uh, podcast show, we want you to connect with what they're doing. They're bringing entrepreneurs together. You know, a lot of times people kick, kick around the concept group economics. It sounds nice, but is it actually being implemented? Well, we can say yes when we talk about the lab. You want to connect with them. Again, you want to go to his IG. Plug your IG page so people can get, get connected with you. Uh, Robert C. Cheryl uh, is my IG page, uh, S-H-E-R-R-I-L-L, um, and everything Robert is on my page, or you can go to www.robertccheryl.com, which is my website, and all things Robert uh, pertaining to the lab uh, and any other vent- uh, ventures that I have going on, which I have a lot. <laughs> so anything Robert Cheryl, you can go to my website or go to my personal page, and, and you can be connected through through my personal page to Imperial, the lab, Impact, and what and whatever else I got going on. Absolutely. Also my book. Also my book. I had to tell you, The Journey Back to Now, number number one bestseller. It's the bestseller. It's about my life. Um, I got out. It was thought of ten years ago prior to me getting out of prison. I got out and I wrote a book. It hit number one. Sold over eight thousand copies in in a month. And uh, now I'm a bestselling author. I got two follow-ups coming, and I'm so excited about this. So if you haven't got the book, uh, it's available at Barnes & Noble, uh, Amazon, The Journey Back to Now by Robert C. Sherrill. Y'all should check it out. Now, listen, y'all. Listen, for those that's tuning in, I mean, this is all. This is an absolutely powerful segment. Um, one, because it's transparency. It's an authentic conversation. But also, 
you're talking and listening to an individual um, that allowed no limitations to stop him. Um, he was truthful about his educational background, and I shared my story about my dad. And it, it's, uh, you know what I always say? A person got to have a hunger. Like, like how I saw my dad. He had grit. He had hunger. Hattiesburg, Mississippi, a small town. Didn't go past the eighth grade, but he had a hunger in him, and he started his own business. And he was a mover and shaker. Uh -huh. And the people that I knew that had a whole bunch of degrees didn't do half the stuff my dad did. So, exactly. You know, exactly. For those that's listening, don't allow, you know, things that may have happened to you. You're like, well, things that you did that you know got yourself in a situation. You don't have to stop there. That That's the point. What Robert is saying, that's the point. What I'm saying, you do not have to stop there and listen. For those that are tuning in that's listening, we want you to plug into his movement. Mo mo uh, multiple things that he has going on. We want you to plug into the movement. Listen, Robert, as people are listening, they're, they're, they're tuned into this show. They're listening. They hear your heart. Talk to that entrepreneur that says, you know what? I want to start a business, but I don't have any resources. What do I do? What would you say to that person? I would say your first point of contact is those people that are around you. So it's hard to get someone who doesn't understand your vision or understand your characteristics as an individual and get them to mm -hmm. buy into what you're selling. So uh, your circle of influence is the, is the first uh, people that you would want to go for, for, you know, for advice, to, uh, to vet an idea, or to get funding. That's what I would tell you, but the one thing I will tell you, because there are a lot of cookie-cutter cutter ways to answer that, but I'm going to be truthful. Mm -hmm. You get out mm -hmm. there and you make it happen yourself. You stack your money, mm -hmm. you work a nine to five, do whatever it is you got to do because it ain't cookie cutter. It's not a one, it's not one method of, of, mm -hmm. of, of going about being an entrepreneur. Being an entrepreneur is, is, is defying odds. It's going against the grain. It's, it's grit. It's pain. It's, it's tears. All of that is involved with being an entrepreneur. And if you're not ready to get down and dirty and struggle and cry and fight and claw, to get to where you want to be at in life, this is not for you. It's not mm -hmm. going to be easy. It's not. You can read a thousand books and, and listen to a hundred different podcasts, but until you're yeah. willing to get out there and do the work and, and fail and be okay with failing, then mm -hmm. you will never understand what being an entrepreneur is about. I fail mm -hmm. every day. I just left mm -hmm. the IRS office. I owe the IRS $50,000 right now. You know, mm -hmm. that's, that's being mm -hmm. honest. Being you know, transparent. I had, to, mm -hmm. I, had to, I had to write a check for $5,000 today. Actually, $5,211.95 to be exact. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. what I'm saying is it's hard. And I don't have it all figured out. But let me tell you something about me and being an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And this goes for anybody. Be okay with failing. Be okay with asking questions. If you're okay with failing and asking questions and working hard, this mm -hmm. is where you want to be. This is where you want to be because you can change the trajectory of your family. You can change your family's legacy just by your actions. So that's that's what I got. <laughs> that, no, no. I mean, I'm telling you. I mean, you 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 on point because it's you know sometimes people think, especially if you own your own business, you got you just kind of lollygagging throughout the day. You just commanding, telling people what you. That's not reality. You got to really run your business. You have to operate your business. You have to build it and build a solid foundation so that way it can stand the test of time. You don't want to open up something and then it got to shut down at a year or so later. So I, I think uh -huh. you shared fundamental principles, but also very real 
And I just want to add one more thing. Look, look. Yeah. Make sure you 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 find you a mentor, someone who's mm-hmm. willing to be transparent. Because what I mm-hmm. think now, everyone is so worried about the image and the stigma that if you mm-hmm. ask them, you they will they will put forth uh, a story as if they never failed. You would think these yeah. people dropped out of the sky and arrived at the top. They never want to mm-hmm. talk about the struggle. Nobody never wants to talk about what it took to get to the top. Because that's where yeah. you start. Don't start at the top and, and talk down. You start from the bottom and talk up. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So always Absolutely. be willing to listen to that person who's willing to be honest with you about struggling because it's not easy. And half of these people who who you think got it together don't have it together. Believe it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's the truth. And so building a, a, a business from a very real foundation, authentic, and going through the process. Sometimes I saw a quote, and it's basically talking about how, you know, in business, you really can't skip steps. So many people want to get from level one to, I don't know, the penthouse, right? Like overnight, but it's not reality. And it's something to be said when you go through the process and you actually build your business, you build your muscle, your mental muscle, really, as you're growing your business. And so, you know, Robert, you know, we, first of all, uh, are appreciative of you being on this show. There's so many things that's um, going on in the world of Speak Life. And, and for you to even take your time this afternoon, um, you know, it, it just means a lot. It means a lot. And so before we conclude this segment, though, when you think about Speak Life, what would you say to the listening audience? What would you say to those that are listening that might be in a place in their life where they hear, they hear what you're saying, they hear what I'm saying, they hear the stories, but they're in that rut. What, what words of life would you say to them? So one thing I know and speak life, it, it, I'm so glad you, you asked this question because that has a, a, a uh, how can I say, it has a deeper meaning. Because if mm-hmm. you look back, I'm a Christian, and I believe that mm-hmm. there's power in the tongue. And so yeah. when you speak life, when you uh, think positive on positive things, when you then you get positive results. And so you got to be careful. Iron sharpens iron. So watch the people you're around. Make sure that the people mm-hmm. you're around are in a in a in a space and in a, in a in a position to even speak into your life. So it's mm. all about people, places, and things. It's about what you say. It's about what you think. It's a lifestyle. Talking the mm-hmm. right way and thinking the right way is a is a cultivated lifestyle. And I'm learning yeah. even right now and just getting up, even though I don't feel like in in speaking that life into situations. Like it will get better. Things are good. Even though I might be yes. struggling, things are good. Yes, I'm going to make it. Yes, I'm going to get this contract. Yes, I'm, this door is about to open for me. Like thinking, because we're, we're conditioned to, to immediately go to the negative. And so you have mm-hmm. to re, unlearn, unlearn and relearn on how to, 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 to run to the positive before you run to the negative. So speak life means something to me because I try to speak life into every situation, um, no matter how bleak it may may seem. I'm always looking Absolutely. at the positive. Yes, yes, yes. And listen, for those that are tuning in, check out his page. Again, it's Robert C. Cheryl, S-H-E-R-R-I-L-L on Instagram. And when you go to that main page, there are links that you can uh, check out about the youth program, his cleaning business, uh, and, this, and again, the book that's dropping, you want to get connected, you want to purchase a book, you want to sew back into the movement. And I say the movement because there's so many things that he's doing, but it's a movement at the same time. 
whether it's for profit or whether it's a nonprofit business. And again, I just want to say thank you for being on our show. Um, plug your, you. your the the website. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, any other additional um, information? Talk about you have an event. You tapped on it. I want you to just kind of mention that again for someone that might just be tuning in. It's something coming up in October. Yeah, if you're tuning in right now, Impact Youth Outreach, like I said, it's my baby. We're expecting thousands of kids. We just got a new building in Madison. That If you follow me, you're going to see it soon. It's a new uh, event space slash office suites that we're renting to uh, up-and-coming entrepreneurs. We're going to be having classes there. We're going to be uh, teaching classes to our youth there. That's just so much going on. But um, October the 16th, uh, 11 o'clock, at the Omni, it's the State of the Youth Luncheon to benefit Impact Youth Outreach. And if you can, if you go to my page, you can see more information on that, or you can go to www.impactyouthnow.org, or you can go to www.robertccheryl.com. Everything about the movement, the lab, Impact, um, um, Imperial, the book, everything you can find on those handles. So I really appreciate uh, you for having me here. And, and all the listeners out there, I uh, appreciate you for tuning in. Uh, continue to follow me, and let's connect. I'm here to help. Absolutely. And listen, even if you're not in the Nashville area, this this show is, is statewide, and we have some phenomenal news that we're going to be announcing tomorrow about where we're going beyond the borders of the U.S. But listen, if you're listening to this show, it doesn't matter if you're not in Nashville. You can still plug in. You can still support the movement. Go to his website and support and as we get ready to wind down uh, our show for this evening i just want to thank you for being on the show and uh, we're going to continue to collaborate connect and, and pour back into the movement thank you so much thank you Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.